Oh boy, Jack Hughes is going to miss a few weeks due to a freak accident that he took during the St. Louis Blues game. Is it as bad as people are making it out to be? And does this hurt his chances of potentially winning the heart? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Next man up, buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, Dell's writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credential media member, Trey Matthews. Okay, so where I'm at currently, it is very early in the morning, like it is past midnight, and I was actually debating as to whether or not I wanted to record an episode, but looking at the schedule when this episode goes live, the New Jersey Devils are set to play against the Colorado Avalanche in Mile High City, so they're going to reunite with Miles Wood and Tomas Tatar, and obviously I will be doing a game recap episode, and I figured that this topic was too important not to discuss because it seems like when I don't record an episode over the weekend, a lot of things happen for the Devils, and something big did happen. Unfortunately, it's not good news, and it revolves around Jack Hughes and his shoulder injury. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss where the Devils go from here. So in the first segment, I'll talk about what led to the injury and basically the speculation that a lot of people had, the call-up that the Devils made. Then in segment two, Lindy Ruff spoke to the media about what the injury circumstance was and how long Jack Hughes might be out. Ryan Ovazinski of NJ.com, who's also a friend of the show, he broke the news as to when we can expect Jack Hughes to be back on the ice. And then in segment three, We're going to talk about some of the storylines that surround the Devils now that Jack Hughes is out. And one of those talking points is, does Jack Hughes still have a chance to potentially win the heart despite him projected to miss a few games in the month of November? So let's talk about what led to the injury. So the Devils on Friday night were playing against the St. Louis Blues and Jack Hughes was trying to split two defenders. So he had Folk and also Krug and then Binnington, the the netminder for the Blues, was also in the picture. So what had happened was that Jack Hughes was going deep into the offensive end. It seemed like Folk's stick got underneath him just a little bit. And there was some speculation as to whether or not he actually tripped over the paddle of Binnington. Now, I looked at the replay several times. And based on my perspective, it seems like Folk was at fault for this injury taking place. Now, I'm not saying that Folk did it on purpose. I'm not saying that at all. It was a freak accident. It was a hockey play. And unfortunately, Jack Hughes just fell victim to that sort of circumstance. But nonetheless, Jack Hughes goes tumbling down to the ground and he crashes shoulder first into the boards and immediately he's grabbing his head. So a lot of people were worried. Is it a concussion-like symptom? Is he going to have to go onto the NHL's concussion protocol? Is it his shoulder? Did he uh, uh, repeat what he did a couple years ago? And now he's going to be out for like a month or two. So a lot of people were worried because later on, Jack Hughes did not return to game action. And basically everyone was just sitting on pins and needles. Nobody cared about the game for the rest of the way. Nobody cared the outcome. They just wanted to know what's the situation involving Jack Hughes. So 
The Devils the very next day had an off day, so nobody was able to reach out to Lindy to see like what uh, Jack Hughes' uh, timeline is looking like. Would he play in the next game against the Chicago Blackhawks? Was he on his way back to New Jersey? Now, one of my colleagues over at Pucks and Pitchforks, Vinny Parise, he put out something on the X app and said that he could confirm that Jack Hughes did in fact travel with the team to Chicago, which was a good sign. Now, I knew that he was not going to play in that game because his injury looked somewhat serious. And I think in this case, it's better to be safe than sorry, because as you recall, Lindy Ruff said that the reason he took Nico Heischer out of the game against the Buffalo Sabres after Heischer took that nasty, dirty check to the head, he was like, it was more for precautionary reasons to basically take Heischer out the rest of the game. Because once again, Better to be safe than sorry, especially early on in the year. You don't want something to come back to bite you later on. So I was just like, I think Lindy is going to make the smart move and not play Jack in the game against Chicago unless he is 100% ready to go, which was very unlikely. Now, as it as it turned out, later on it was revealed that Jack Hughes had made his way back to New Jersey and that he was going to be taken into the care of the athletic trainers over in Newark, basically to do more evaluations and see where do they go from there. And a lot of people circled back to the post that Vinny made on the X app. Now, like I said, Vinny Parise, he's a colleague of mine over at Pucks and Pitchforks. So I'm going to defend him in this case. And this is just pure speculation on my end. So my educated guess as to what probably happened was that Jack Hughes initially did travel with the team to Chicago. They saw what the injury circumstance was. And they're just like, you need to go back to New Jersey and get further testing. Because once again, after the St. Louis Blues game, it was a travel day for New Jersey. They had the day off, so they were making their way to Chicago, and basically they were crossing their fingers as to maybe Jack Hughes would be good to go, but they saw what was happening, and they just said, go back to New Jersey to take care of yourself a little bit more. So once again, just trying to defend my colleague over at Pucks and Pitchforks. That's basically all the information that I could give you. This is just pure speculation on my end. I cannot confirm nor deny it, so Take that with a grain of salt if you would, but it doesn't change the fact that a lot of people were making all sorts of speculations in regards to the Jack Hughes injury because we saw a lot of like, I guess, quote unquote, doctors on the X app coming out and say that it's a concerning shoulder injury for Jack Hughes. He's going to be out for three to four months. It's going to be a lengthy recovery process, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, okay, uh, I get that, but you're not there. You don't know Jack Hughes as a person. He's a very young guy, and usually younger people tend to heal a little quicker compared to someone who might be pushing 40, still playing in the NHL. But that's just my two-cent opinion. But in a corresponding move with Jack Hughes heading back to New Jersey, the Devils brought up someone from Utica, and that was Max Willman. Now, I want to give credit where credit is rightfully earned. Max Willman came out to play against the Chicago Blackhawks, and he sort of fits the mold for the Devils because he was able to score in that game. But digressing a little bit, people were just making all sorts of just allegations saying that, oh, great, Jack Hughes is going to be out for an extended period of time because they had to bring up somebody. Well, I just want to put this into perspective. Remember, Nico Heischer is not on the injured reserve list, and he did not travel with the team. So technically, Heischer is still considered a scratch because, once again, he's not on the injured reserve list. So the Devils, for the time being, they only had one player available who was scratched, and that was Cal Foote. And I'm sure you don't want to see 11 forwards and 7 defensemen out on the rink anytime soon for the Devils. So that was probably the smart move to make in case Jack Hughes wasn't good to suit up 
in the game against Chicago. So just shining it in a different light because the Devils were spread thin in terms of options because Tomas Nosek was obviously not available. He's actually on the injured reserve list. Same with Colin Miller. So Calfoot was the only, I guess, replacement that was available at the time. So they did have to bring up Max Willman just to give themselves some more options. But nonetheless, congratulations to Willman for basically fitting into the devil system right away and being a great team player by scoring in that game against Chicago. That was impressive to see. Now, we're going to transition into what the official assessment was because in this segment, we focus a lot on speculation. But now let's skip the BS and go straight to the facts. But before we continue, I want to tell you guys about FanDuel because I want you guys to make some extra money. So right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So score early this NFL season with FanDuel, which is America's number one sports book. That's 150 bucks in your pocket if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action because the app is safe and super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Okay, so as it said in the show Undisputed with Skip Bayless, let's skip the BS. All I spit is F-A-C-T-S because we need to go from speculation to now the facts in regards to Jack Hughes' injury situation. So let's talk about what Lindy Ruff said to the media. So as soon as he was available to speak prior to the game against the Blackhawks, the first question that Lindy was asked, like, what was the injury circumstance involving Jack Hughes? And Lindy Ruff revealed that Hughes was going to be out week to week. And he also said that the Devils dodged a bullet in terms of it being worse than the, than what it was perceived, as in Jack Hughes could have been out for a much longer period of time. Now, when we think about it, week to week, that has a lot of meanings to it, which is could he be out for two weeks? Could he be out for three weeks, four weeks? What's the case here? Because that's a wide range of options to choose from. Obviously, people will like the shorter option, and a lot of people were uh, uh, expressing their disappointment on social media. But I want to take away a couple positives that was mentioned throughout the last couple days by both the Devil's Discourse and also Lindy Ruff himself. So when we go back to the comment that Lindy Ruff said, which was that the Devils essentially dodged a bullet and it wasn't as bad as that they thought it could have been, I think that's an uplifting sign because... Once again, guys, I know week to week is sort of bad. I'm sure it's not what we want to see. And I'm sure that no Devils fan wants to see Jack Hughes or Nico Keisha or whomever out for an extended period of time. I, I think everyone wants to see Jack Hughes play for an 82-game stretch, similar to like a lot of other fans that want to see their star players. I get it. But at the same time, it's not worst-case scenario because the thing is, is that, yes, he's out week to week. But similar to what Lindy Ruff said, he could have been out for maybe a few months with that type of impact. And remember, Jack Hughes has a history of dealing with upper body uh, troubles, because if we recall a couple seasons ago, he took a nasty hit at the hands of Jeremy Lawson in the second game of the year against Seattle Kraken to open up the 2021-2022 season. So how long was he out for? He was out for a significant amount of time. I think he was out for like four or five weeks because he didn't return until like what, late November around American Thanksgiving time. So 
And once again, that was the second game of the year. So that really put a, a, a huge damper on the Devils this season because they had already lost their star player. Now, the thing is, is like Jack Hughes could have been out for a much longer period of time, but similar to what I said in segment one, he is very young. So he can uh, recover from an injury quicker compared to someone who's in their mid thirties or maybe even pushing 40. So once again, I know it's bad, but it's not as bad as it could have been similar to what Lindy was, was mentioning in his media availability. And I think that's a good sign for the most part. And also Let's go back a few months to February, a little after the All-Star game in which Jack Hughes was also listed as week to week. Because remember, he was dealing with something shortly after the festives of the All-Star game. He and Brady Kachuk got tangled up at one point during the matchup. Hughes later confirmed that it wasn't at the hands of Brady Kachuk. He was already dealing with something. But nonetheless, he was listed as week to week. And he only missed four games, and he was still able to tally up 99 points. So this isn't the first time in which Jack Hughes has been listed week to week, but Ryan Ovazinski of NJ.com, similar to what I said early on in segment one, he got the official assessment. It is the right shoulder, and Jack Hughes will be out more likely than not for three to four weeks. Okay, so Jack Hughes is going to be out for a decent amount of time. Hopefully he returns a lot sooner, but basically that's what the official assessment is for the time being. Now, what are my quick thoughts before we transition into uh, segment three and we talk about some of the storylines surrounding the Devils? My thing is, is like this team is not the team from a couple seasons ago. The Devils have a lot more options in regards to like who could potentially replace Jack Hughes in terms of numbers and also his play style. So I have some players listed that I'll talk more about in segment three. But the one thing that people have been raving about the Devils the last season or two is their depth. So it's next man up mentality. And one of the teams I like to relate the Devils to is the Carolina Hurricanes from last year because one of the examples I gave was that the Hurricanes were without Svechnikov the entirety of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and they also lost Tara Vinen the first round against the uh, Islanders. Now, he did end up returning, but he missed some significant time during the playoffs. So Svechnikov and also Tara Vinen out for an extended period of time but yet the Hurricanes were able to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Why is that? They had a lot of depth pieces, and they handled the Devils quite well in round two, and they also did the same thing to the Islanders in round one, albeit that went to six games. But still, the Hurricanes marched their way to the Eastern Conference Final despite missing their all-star caliber player in Spechnikov and a solid contributor in Tara Vinen. So that's the one thing that the Devils need to uh, try to emulate because once again they have a lot of good pieces on their roster that I think a lot of teams would kill to have because okay we lost Jack Hughes Nico Heischer is still recovering from his injury and he hasn't made the road trip so what do the Devils do you still got Timo Meyer you still got Jesper Brad you still got Tyler Defoley you still got Dougie Hamilton you still got Dawson Mercer you have so many options up and down the lineup to turn to I think the Devils are going to be just fine. They're not going to be as good as they were offensively, yes. But I think they're going to be just fine, and that's something that I'm going to talk more about in segment three. So, yes, Jack Hughes is obviously a big blow. It's a, it's a punch to the gut, and he's going to be out for a few weeks. And the Devils are going to have to try to rally around the troops to try to see, like, how can they uh, uh, match their offensive intensity because Jack Hughes is obviously the catalyst for the offense based on what – he does with the puck, but 
At the same time, the Devils have some key depth assets that I think they can turn to because we, we've seen Michael McLeod step up big time in Nico Heischer's absence. Now it's a matter of who's going to step up and try to replace the big gaping hole that Jack Hughes has left while he's recovering from his shoulder injury. So we'll talk about that momentarily. But before we continue, I want to tell you guys about game time. So here's the thing about game time. I'm sure you guys want to see the Devils play up close and personal, whether you're by the glass or you're up in the nosebleeds, whatever the case might be. Everyone wants to pack the rock. So you need to use the game time app because here's some of the things I love about game time. They have last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find, and buy tickets of every kind of event in the area. So it doesn't just have to be Devils. It could be WWE or maybe some sort of concert. Views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. So Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. Even an hour before it starts, it's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, so I wrote down a few key storylines that involved the Devils now that Jack Hughes is no longer in the mix for the time being. So the one thing I talked about towards the end of segment two is that it's going to have to be a next man up mentality for the Devils, but this is not the same Devils team from a couple seasons ago. They have some options. So here are my three key players that really need to step up big in the absence of Jack Hughes. First up on the list is Jesper Bratt. So Jesper Bratt has been having a phenomenal season and it's been carrying over from the preseason. Jesper Bratt, and I've sort of related what the game style he's playing currently to Jack Hughes, which is he's playing with speed. He's a great facilitator. He's a great playmaker. He's driving the engine for the Devils alongside with Jack Hughes. And we see it on five on five. And we also see in the power play. This is a different Jesper Bratt compared to last year. And now I have more trust in Jesper to put up the points more consistently. He's just taken his game to new heights and new levels. And I need him to do so even more, not just because he's now the new alternate captain in response to the Hughes injury, but also he's the Devils' top point getter for a time being. So Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL. I won't go that far, but he could certainly be the best player on the Devils, at least from an offensive perspective, because he can sort of do what Jack Hughes has been doing because this is a, once again, this is a different Jesper Bratt compared to last year. Playing with more speed. He's a great playmaker. He's racking up the points at a much higher clip. Similar to the McLeod and Heischer example, yes, Bratt is a downgrade from Hughes, but Hughes is just a one-of-a-kind player and nobody can really replace him unless you're like one of the top NHL superstars in the league. So, uh, it, it's a tall order for anyone to try to replace uh, Jack Hughes, but I think Jesper Bratt has a good chance to do so because, once again, racking up the points consistently, and I think he could definitely do some special things. Now that Jack Hughes is taken away from the equation, uh, I think the X factor, like the component that needs to be filled or answered, is that can Jesper Bratt still maintain his great point production? Because the thing is, is like, Hughes did assist him a lot in that sort of circumstance. And then the next player that I want to highlight, Tyler Toffoli. Toffoli, he just needs to continue to do what he does, which is he needs to find himself in the slot, 
get those grade A chances point blank and someone will find them. Hopefully it's someone like Jesper Bratt who's able to find him in the slot and or maybe Luke Hughes on the power play, wherever the case might be. But someone needs to find Tyler Toffoli in the slot in order for him to keep racking up the amount of points that he's been racking up to start up the season. So Tyler Toffoli, a little bit older. Obviously, he's a veteran player, and he doesn't have quite the same amount of speed as Jack, but he still has great chemistry, and that's why he's been able to fit like a glove for the Devils because Rice Salvador acknowledged this during preseason, which is Toffoli, yes, he doesn't have the same speed as Brat or Hughes, and that's a tall order for anyone to fill. But still, he's just a very smart hockey player, and he knows how to locate himself. So I think that's what Toffoli needs to continue to do, and someone will find him. Now, who's going to be that player? It's going to have to be Jesper Bratt in this case. And now the third and probably the most important player is Dawson Mercer. Because once again, the reason why Dawson Mercer isn't a healthy scratch, and uh, by the way, give, I have to give a shout-out to Dawson Mercer for scoring his first goal of the season, getting his first point against the Chicago Blackhawks a couple of days ago. Christy Flannery brought it up on the X app, and I backed her up 100%. I said, I've been very impressed with uh, what Michael McLeod has been doing in the absence of Nico Heischer, but now it's Dawson Mercer's turn. And lo and behold, Mercer was able to make Christy look like a genius. And also, I'm glad that I sort of uh, piggybacked off what Christy was saying. So once again, shout out to Dawson Mercer, but digressing a little bit, Mercer just has speed to burn. And that's what Lindy Ruff said post-game against the Montreal Canadiens because a lot of people were wondering, why is Dawson Mercer continuing to play despite not racking up the points? It's just because Mercer has a lot of speed and it's going to convert at one point or another. Because remember, he got off to a slow start last year, but once he was given a chance, once he got into a groove, there was no stopping him. So I think for Mercer, in the absence of Jack Hughes, this is your chance to contribute a lot more. Because I think the Devils can be winning a lot more games if Mercer just got his point production up just a tad bit more. Now, he's going to be given more opportunities. He's very fast. He's very quick. And maybe he could take a thing or two out of the playbook for Brad and also Jack. So that's one of the main things I want to talk about, which is next man up. And the Devils have a lot more depth pieces. I didn't even mention Timo Meyer being an option. Or you can even think of Dougie Hamilton on the defensive side of things. Dougie Hamilton could rack up a lot of points. So that's my thing, which is this top six for Devils is loaded for a reason. And having someone like Jack, yes, it hurts to lose him. Same with Heischer, but there are more options. So to Foley, Bratt, Meyer, Hamilton, come on now. Let, let, let's not act like this team is a, is a complete band of misfits or just a, a bunch of bums. Those are really good players that I think any team would kill to have on their unit. Okay. The next thing is defense needs to step up big time because if the Devils go down 2 nothing early, the game might be out of reach because while I do trust Jesper Brad to try to score for the Devils, you cannot just rely on trying to amount a comeback because you're not going to have the same sense of sorcery from Jack Hughes who can carry you for a period and try to run and gun and tire out the opponents. You're not going to have that anymore. Jack Hughes was a huge catalyst as to why the Devils were able to amount those comeback victories, whether it's... Uh, assisting on a, on a go-ahead goal late in the game or maybe just trying to, once again, tire out his opponents, defense needs to step up big time. And that's all I'm going to say. They need to because if Devils go down early, you don't have Jack Hughes to try to uh, bail you out this time around. Third one, I hate to be the Debbie Downer in this case. I've been saying the last few episodes, but 
power play numbers might go down a little bit for the Devils. Now, here's the thing. If the Devils weren't able to convert on their next 10 power plays, they're still going to have one of the best power play percentages in the entire league. So they've already gone off to a magnificent start on the man advantage. But missing Jack Hughes, that definitely hurts a little bit. So I think for the Devils, it's just like expect the power play numbers to go down just a little bit as you're missing Jack Hughes more and more. But the one thing I can sleep well at night knowing is that Timo Meyer can hang in front of the net. Toffoli can hang in the slot. Luke Hughes is still a great playmaker and facilitator. I know Luke would love joining on the rush a lot more, but he's making the smart move by trying to be a quarterback at top of the point for the Devils. So I think power play, it's still going to be good, but it's not going to be as great with Jack out of the mix. Now, here's probably the most important question that a lot of people have, which is the heart chances. With Jack Hughes missing significant time, is it going to ruin his chances to win the heart, especially when you have someone like Austin Matthews who has more goals than the entire San Jose Sharks team combined? Here's the thing. I think one of the big things that we look at for like MVP in any sport, and I've said it many times on the show, is the narrative. So if Jack Hughes is able to come back from injury and still pick up right where he left off and just go on this amazing tear of getting a lot of points and racking up the wins for the Devils, I don't think it's going to hurt his chances as much. It might like drop his stock down just a little bit and people might stop talking about him, but it's early on in the season. Like if, if he's able to just like go on a huge tear second half of the year and, and just keep doing what he's doing, he's going to be just fine because he's on pace to get like what way over like 110 points. Or I, I think somewhere in that ballpark and math is not my thing guys. That's why I'm in this industry, but um yeah, so Jack Hughes was projected to score a lot of points already for the Devils, and if he returns from injury and he's still able to do that and lead the Devils to even more victories, then I don't think it's going to hurt his hard chances as much. Will he come out as a winner? I don't really know, but the one thing that I'm sure is very important for the MVP voters is that what is the narrative surrounding a particular player? Because sometimes, unless you're Connor McDavid, stats aren't enough. They want a good story. They want a good uh, a motive, like, what what was the circumstance for this particular player and why should they win the heart? That's the case for a lot of people. So I don't think it's going to hurt his chances as much. Obviously, less people are going to be talking about him. Hopefully no one uh, really forgets about him. But Jack Hughes, I think he's going to be just fine. And yes, it's a bit of a damper, especially since he was the early front runner with the amount of points he was racking up and what he was doing for the Devils on the power play. But I think he'll be just fine, but we'll see what happens. So those are my entire thoughts in regards to the Jack Hughes injury. So let me know what you guys think. Do you think this Devils team is screwed without Jack Hughes? Do you think they can uh, weather the storm? Because the main thing that I need to see from the Devils is that, yes, you're not going to be as good as you once were now that Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer aren't playing. But I still think they're a decent team. And all they have to do is just hover around the 500 mark. That's all they have to do. Like these next six games, try to win at least three. That's my thing, which is just try to hover around that 500 mark and just try to maintain a steady pace. I think that's my main message message to the devils. But let me know what you guys think. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal X page app at TreyMap4 or the show's X page app at LockedOnDevils. Leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. As for today's episode, that's all I'm going to have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.